I had two interesting things come up today. One is that a friend posted on Facebook that despite being treated poorly, they were letting a family member come and visit. And despite the fact that this person made their children uncomfortable, they were letting them come to visit because they felt that they needed to maintain a relationship with them. And the second thing was that someone else posted, it's important to have a date with yourself. And I got to thinking about whether you're your own best friend and companion. Are you putting yourself and your emotional health and your needs and desires first? Or are you putting some sense of obligation um, a desire to please or receive affection or love from someone else ahead of your own self. So the question is, are you, are you your own best friend and companion? I want you to just pause a second and ask yourself that question. Are you your own best friend? Do you like your own company? It's interesting because this journey of awareness and awakening for me did start with a couple of questions very much like that. And I didn't like the answers. I really didn't like the answers. No, I wasn't my own best friend. I was my worst enemy. That's maybe a little bit harsh, but I certainly was very judgmental of myself. I didn't see myself as worthy of spending enough time with and I didn't see myself worthy of setting boundaries and only bringing people into my life that were the right kinds of people, if you will, that supported me or treated me well. Do you judge yourself as unworthy of being your own best friend? Do you not like the thoughts in your head because by definition being in your own company means you need to be okay with or have a relationship with your thoughts and feelings and emotions and uh, i see messages over and over and over again in society about look for look to someplace else or someone else for validation for support for um healing for help for um, friendship, all of these kinds of things. Uh, and, and I think that at some level it treat, creates this subconscious judgment of yourself as unworthy of being your own best friend and not good enough company to hang out with. Are you angry at yourself for making mistakes? Dude, we all make mistakes. We all say stuff that we look back and we go, wow, I wish that hadn't flown out of my mouth. We treat people poorly sometimes. Uh, the, the reasons seldom matter anymore. Um, we act in ways that are unflattering to ourselves, that are mean or cruel or rude. You have to get to the whys of those things. But for right now, we're just going to take a look at these 
core basis questions. Are you angry at yourself? Are you frustrated that you haven't done more, that your house isn't clean enough? <laughs> that your dishes aren't done, that you're not funny enough, that your waistline's not small enough, that you can't deadlift enough, that you don't live in a nice enough neighborhood, um, that you haven't had enough schooling or education. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why we can judge ourselves unworthy or less than. And who says you're unworthy? So if you don't have a PhD, are you unworthy? And who said that? If you don't live in a nice enough house, are you unworthy? And who told you that was the acceptable standard? Do you not have a good enough title in your job? Do you not have enough money in the bank? Or the opposite? In the case of money in the bank, who told you you weren't allowed to have enough money in the bank? Who told you that money was too hard? Who told you that life was too hard? Because their perceptions should never be your reality. It's only your reality if you let it be your, your reality. And so, best friend and companion. So really think about the traits of a best friend. We all have different definitions of what friends should be for us. And I think we form those definitions based on um, what our parents defined friends as, what we saw that we thought was pretty cool or we really wanted that we didn't have. Um, you know, if you had a friend treated you poorly, you might say, well, I'm never going to be like that or I'm never going to have a friend who does that or, or acts that way. And so what traits uh, do you want in your best friend? And so I named a few traits that I want in my best friend. Honest, loving, caring, supportive, there for you, laughing and having fun, same hobbies and challenges you to grow. Now this conversation is about being your own best friend and being your own best companion. So are you honest with yourself? Being honest with yourself is the first step to growing and healing. Are you loving to yourself? Do you give yourself grace? Your mistakes of the past, the mistakes you made this morning, cannot be changed. You made them for a reason. The, the key now is figure out why you might have made those mistakes, why you might have said that thing that you now regret, and never say it again. Work on the thing. And give yourself grace. You are not going to be perfect. It's not possible. You are gifted with certain things and you don't, you're, you're, you don't have gifts in another area. And that's okay. It's absolutely okay. Are you supportive of yourself? Do you, are you your own best cheerleader? Do you, are you there for yourself? When you're having a down rough day, are you, are you consoling yourself? Are you lifting yourself up? Are you saying, you know what? This is a blip on the radar and guess what? There's so many more things we can do that'll be amazing and wonderful. So be, be humbled, be you, be uh, kind and caring with yourself. Use kind words. Are you laughing and having fun? Sometimes one of my favorite things to do is turn on some of my favorite comedians and listen to them and laugh. Oh my goodness, if you laugh at cat videos, put up the cat videos and laugh for an hour and have fun. What do you love to do? What did you love to do when you were a kid? What would you love to do now? And are you doing those things? Because if you're not, find a way to do them. 
and challenge yourself to grow. <laughs> this is so key, critical, and vital to getting tomorrow to be different than today and next month better than this month and next year better than this year is you've got to challenge yourself to grow in all areas and all places. So you do, do you do all of those things for yourself? If those or other things are the things you would define as, as a best friend, and I seriously encourage you to take 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, and write out these things. How do you define your best friend? And you can make these your personal development goals. The ways that you challenge yourself to be better, to challenge yourself to be better for yourself. And guess what? You're going to be better for everybody around you also. Do you like your own company? Do the things that you think about and the words you say to yourself uplift yourself or drag yourself down? How do you treat others? How you treat others is often a reflection of your own pain and your own belief about yourself. This self-reflection can probably take you a lifetime to resolve completely. How you treat others is a reflection of what you've been told about the world. If you were told as an example that um, uh, all poor people are thieves, they only steal to get what they need, then you're going to believe that of every person that you meet that doesn't have enough money. The reasons why they have enough money, irrelevant. If you've never seen them steal anything in their lifetime, where does that come from? And how does that affect how you treat the people around you? How do you present yourself to the world and around others? Are you authentic? Are you you? Or are you what you think people want you to be? or what you were told you needed to be. And this often comes from family and upbringing. What were you told you needed to be in the world? Did your job get determined because you were told that you needed to have a specific type of job? Did your schooling get determined by that? Does, does that determine things right now for you? Do you act differently in public than you do in private? This goes to your own belief in your own self-worth it goes to your security or insecurity. It goes to, I think it, it also comes down to an integrity issue when, it's, when we look at it as well. Because integrity and honesty is what people value. People that are, that are of high integrity and high honesty, and those are the people you want to be around, if that is one of your core values, then you need to lead with integrity and honesty. I can tell you what, from personal experience, and we are dealing with a situation right now along these lines, is that when you lead with integrity and honesty, if you catch somebody who's not acting with integrity and honesty, they are going to try to make you the bad guy. They're going to try to turn it around on you and make it your fault. If you are leading and living your life with integrity and honesty, in the end, you will have people in your life that act that way as well that you can trust. And those that you can't trust will not be in your life. But it starts with you. It absolutely starts and ends with you. Okay? Um, are you mean to some people because of some mistaken perception or belief? This also goes back to what I was talking about before. 
but it can go to weight. It can go to health. It can go to um, driving ability. (laughs) It can go to what city they live in. It can be what country they came from. Uh, it can be what kind of car they drive. I mean, I, I, I spent a lot of time in Detroit. There was a judgment against, like I worked at Ford and people that drove Chevys, like were, you know, not good people because they drove a Chevy. Like it's this, we have these very silly beliefs and paradigms that have nothing to do with the person's heart or their integrity. And we, we judge these people by that. If someone treated you poorly one day, and you took that and made that like your analysis of that person as an individual without thinking about, hey, did they have a bad day? Did I trigger something in them? Now, their response is theirs to own, but how you treat them going forward is yours to own. Okay? Now, back to you. What are the voices inside your head saying to you? Are they saying good things to you? Are they supporting you? Are they growing you? Are they being honest with you? with the purpose of showing love and compassion and lifting you up. Because even the truth about something, as hard as it may be, may be exactly what you need to break a pattern and break free. Don't be afraid of the truth. Is your, is your internal dialogue telling you are, you are ugly, fat, and disgusting? And who told you that? And do you believe it? What are you doing about it? What are you doing about that belief? If you're overweight and that bothers you, first you have to accept yourself as yourself because you are where you are. And then you need to determine a course of action. And if that course of action is, I'm going to do exactly what I've been doing all along, but I'm still going to love myself because, hey, it is what it is, then you do that. If you determine your course of action as you want to start eating paleo and doing CrossFit, you do that too. Own it. Would you let someone say that to you? Would you let your friend say that to you? And if you do let your friend say that to you, are they really your friend? Are they saying it out of love and compassion? Are they saying it from a a deep wounding of their own? The only person who's allowed to say that to you is someone who wants to love and encourage you. That wants to hug you be with you, share space with you, and hold you as you work through your growth process. Otherwise, they don't have a right to say that at all. Would you let them say that about your best friend? Because if you're your own best friend, not allowed to say mean stuff. (laughs) And do you think it about yourself and others? Because oftentimes what we think or judge as deficient in others are things we see as deficiencies in ourselves or they are perceptions that have been programmed into us by the people that we lived with or grew up with or spent time with. So it's important to know where the judgment came from, but it is important not to stay there. The reason it's important to know where that came from is to help to understand that person better so you can give them more grace. Is that person happy with themselves, with their life? Are they kind and caring and compassionate? Are they honest and integrity? Are they firm and challenging from a place of love or a place of anger? And is that the life you want for yourself? Because it, there is no doubt in my mind as I walk this journey, 
is that my happiness, my belief in myself, my joy, my love, my um, abundance, my creation of this life is what's coming from inside of me. And it has nothing to do with anybody on the outside. Absolutely nothing. No one thing can make me happy. No one event can make me happy. Uh, no one decision can make me happy. However, I can make a decision for myself to say, I will live to the values that I would expect of a best friend. I will create boundaries around things that I need to create boundaries around. I will love myself for who I am. You know, I, I, if I were to look in the mirror right now, I could take a full assessment of the areas I am not strong in. I could probably give you that list. I'm not going to. Because first of all, I take an evaluation of the things I'm not, areas I'm not strong in and I make a decision. The first decision is, is it something I want to be strong in? Is it important that I be strong in that? I'll take accounting and, and taxes. I don't like it. I don't want to be strong in it. I want to give it to someone else. So I find someone who's strong in it and I hand that to them and I let them run with their strengths. I want to be strong in education. I want to be strong in public speaking. I want to be strong in sharing with others and loving them uh, into a place where they love themselves. That's where I want to be strong. I learned how to run electrical wiring this year. I know how to do it. Check the box. Is it perfect? Nope. Does it work really well? Yep. Did I do it? Yep. Do I want to do it anymore? Nope. <laughs> And I'm okay with that. Am I good at certain things around the house? Um, I'm good at some things. My husband's really much better at some other things. I give those to him. I'm there to hold tools. I'm there to get supplies. I'm there to support in the way that I'm good at, but he is so much better at other things. I'm going to let him have that. I'm going to take what I'm good at and I'm going to run with it. Okay. That is one way that I'm very kind to myself and supportive of myself. So I've taken that assessment of like, uh, call it strengths and weaknesses. And the ones that I want to get better at, I spend time in personal development on those. The ones that I don't want to get better at, I either eliminate them or I give them to someone else. <laughs> and that's a way that I'm kind to myself. So we moved out in the woods. I am so unbelievably thankful and grateful that we were able to do this. 10 years ago, it would have scared the hell out of me to move out to the woods because I needed people around me. I had to have things going on. I had to have social life. I had to be talking to people. I had to be doing this. Da, 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 da. So we're moving out into the woods would have been the most frightening thing you can imagine because who do I talk to? Where are the people around me? I don't know what I'm going to do today. I don't have any humans near me. And now I come out here and I'm like, okay, so great. I got a cool balance. I got a social life and I have people I spend time with. And then I go back into my woods and I spend time with myself and I am so okay with my own company now and I am so okay with spending time with myself and growing and taking those things that I'm not good at and either making them a strength by working on them or letting them go. I make mistakes. I painted a lot this year and I can tell you it's not perfect, but you know, I think it looks pretty darn good. I think I did a great job. Within my strengths and capabilities, I did a fantastic job. And the rest, I'm going to outsource. <laughs> so, your challenge. 
Are you kind to yourself? Are you supportive and loving of yourself? What do you consider to be the traits of a best friend? And are you a best friend to yourself? And do you like your own company? Those are incredibly key elements to becoming who you are authentically meant to be, to finding happiness and joy, which is in there. It's in you, already there. And to creating a life that you really love. That you wake up in the morning and you go, yes, what are we doing today? So excited to do it. Love yourself, friends. Get to know yourself, be yourself, and love yourself. And do what you can to make you authentically you. Because we need the world. The world needs it. We need it. Love you guys. Take care. And be kind to yourself. Are you absolutely sick of being angry and frustrated? Are you tired of hanging out with people who annoy you, frustrate you, and treat you badly? Are you sad, depressed, frustrated, and angry? I used to be in all of those places. And I never knew how to get out of it. I didn't know it was even possible to think differently or behave differently or treat myself better. And I started to prioritize myself and I started to research and learn and try and experience and grow and cry and release things. And over the course of 10 years, I have learned a lot of amazing things. And I have been blessed to work with a lot of incredible people to help free them from the emotional turmoil that they are in the walking on eggshells in their life and help them to find people who lift them up and support them and hold space for them when they need someone to be there, someone that they can trust to tell anything without judgment or anger and the people that will be there for them no matter what. Those people are out there waiting for you. It's first for you to go inside and do the work. And we, Jean and I, would love to share with you our lessons over the course of many decades of study and experience and crying and anger and frustration and all those things to make this a faster and easier and, and more wonderful process for you. You Transformed Workshop is how we are going to bring that to you. So if you are interested in being part of our workshop that's coming up, please get in touch with us through Defy Gravity, Facebook or Instagram. You can send us a message through either one of those pages and we will make sure you're on the list. Send us your email address and we will get you the information when we launch this amazing workshop. It's gonna be coming up soon. We are putting everything together that we want to share with you to change how you think about yourself and the rest of the world so you see more light and more bright and more smiles and more happiness we love you and we look forward to meeting you and sharing and seeing how you can create the life that you love and allow you to defy gravity thank you for tuning in for the defy gravity podcast 
We are thrilled to have you as part of our family. We're going to ask you to follow this podcast, to share it with your friends and family. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all the places. Come see us in person. We'll be doing masterminds and classes and online courses, bringing you education, empowerment, and freedom so you can spread your wings and defy gravity.